the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? It's another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Bush, they kicked it off in Atlantic City about a week and a half ago on uh, their new tour. The last time they were around, it was Bush and Live. A lot of fun. That was a great show at uh, PNC Bank Art Center. And I had never seen Bush before. That was a lot of fun. But listen, we've got a great show for you tonight. Um, Not sure if we're going to have a guest on the program or not. So I'm going to leave it right now as sort of a all-news edition of the Craft Beer Cast. That could change. As, as you know, I do record this show during the week, so things can change. I am trying to get John Henderson, the man behind the Atlantic City Beer Music Fest and other festivals, by the way, in Atlantic City. Um, but uh, we're going back and forth. Hopefully I can uh, pin him down. If not this week, uh, certainly in the next couple of weeks. I will tell you who will be on the program next week. Jim Cook the owner of Sam Adams. I'll be uh, taping an interview with him a week from Tuesday. Uh, actually, Tuesday the 20th. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, because the show airs on Sunday night the 26th, uh, He will. I will be recording it on uh, Tuesday the 28th. We will air it the first week of March um, to talk about the new reformulated Samuel Adams Boston Lager, along with a lot of other things. Love Jim. Uh, I have interviewed him a number of times before, and I get 10 minutes with him. Uh, in just a couple of days, so I am very excited uh, about talking with Jim Cook. That's on next week's program. On this week's program, we're not sure if we're going to have a guest or not, but we have a lot of news to get to, so let's dive right into it. If John Henderson does join us, great. If he doesn't, we will get him on in the ensuing weeks because uh, they've got a lot of things going on. A couple of things I want to touch uh, touch with him about, not only the Atlantic City Beer Music Fest, their cigar festival that they're doing for the first time, um and 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 other things as well. We'll talk to John about that. Hopefully this week, if not this week, it'll be in a couple of weeks from now. Uh, let's move to Southern California for a moment. Uh, one of South Carolina, uh, California's most popular breweries, uh, Belching Beaver, has joined forces with the nation's most important off-road racing event, the Mint 400. It's been taking place in Sin City's brutal foothills since 1968, the oldest and most prodigious off-road race in America. It's a legendary event that draws almost 65,000 off-road enthusiasts from all around the world annually to watch 500 race teams from 25 different states and 15 different countries compete. The Mint 400, two days of grueling off-road racing on a desolate and punishing 400-mile race course. Uh, So Belching Beaver is now going to become the official beer of the Mint 400. Uh, The announcement says the Mint 400 proud to announce its new partnership with Southern California independent brewing powerhouse Belching Beaver Brewery. Known for its peanut butter milk stout and Deftones Phantom Bride IPA, Belching Beaver has been named the official craft beer of the Mint 400. Now, as part of the new partnership, 
Belching Beaver has created a special beer for the event. Belching Beaver's Mint 400 Buenos Tiempos Cerveza, a 4.8% ABV Mexican-style lager that will be widely available around Las Vegas throughout the races, which start on March 8th and end on March 12th. Uh, a collectible can features custom artwork of off-road racer Nick Eisenhower's number 205 unlimited truck spec truck jumping through the flames at the Mint 400 finish line after winning the Great American Off-Road Race. Tom Vogel, the CEO and founder of Belching Beaver, says, We're excited to introduce our beers to off-roaders. Each Belching Beaver beer release carries its own individual style and personality. We are proud to add the Mint 400 brand to our limited releases and look forward to seeing everybody out there having a good time. That's great. I, I do like some of Belching Beaver stuff um had a chance to sample some of their things when i was in san diego back in november so that is really cool kudos to them threes brewing in brooklyn has released source material it's a 4.6 percent pacific northwest lager a new collaboration with wayfinder beer out of portland oregon the beer inspired by the brews team uh team's 2022 trip to washington state in oregon for hop selection borrows cues from a beloved brand of regional lager a collaborating brewery in this nostalgic homage to a local favorite, of course, Wayfinder Beer, one of the top lager brewers in the Pacific Northwest region. Features Williamette and Mount Hood hops born and bred in the region. Shares a graceful earthiness and emits a lovely bouquet of aromatics, bright floral notes, leading the charge followed by subdued berry and woody spiciness and a moderate bitterness. So uh, there's a Pilsner malt, North American Pilsner malt and rice contribute to the beer's pale yellow pour, light body, and overall Crushable profiles. Kudos to Threes Brewing for that. At Genesee Beer in uh, upstate New York, they are uh, doing a new thing now. It is called, uh, they're, they're having a vote uh, through March 31st, voting available in person at the Genesee Brew House or online at geneseebeer.com slash Genesee for 23. Uh, they want you to vote um, for a beer that they will brew. So you follow Genesee on social media at Genesee Brewery. Uh, there's additional pop-up voting booths that will be across Rochester and Buffalo. Four beers are vying for a spot in the Genesee specialty line that also includes New York State's favorite summer beer, Ruby Red Kolsch. So here are the four beers. This is on the ballot. You get to vote. Pear Cinnamon, a light and refreshing ale with hints of warm cinnamon and sweet pear, which promises to delight no matter the fickle weather of winter. Winter Citrus, an ale that will deliver bright flavors of blood orange, lime, lemon, and tangerine to the forefront of a smooth ale base. Winterberry, which uh, the beer pledges to bring together a bevy of berries in an ale like no other. A light, refreshing notes of raspberry, blueberry, strawberry, and elderberry complement pale malts and subtle hot notes. And then finally, apple, which is a subtle yet instantly recognizable flavor of apple and a nail that is ready to be picked. The beer aims to deliver a balanced drinking experience that will have you coming back for more all season long. Now, the Genesee Specialty Beer, whichever wins, will be available late this year across New York, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Virginia, Massachusetts, Florida, Maryland, New Jersey, Vermont, and Ohio. So you get to vote. Go to Genesee, again, geneseebeer.com slash Genesee for 23 to vote on one of those four beers. Our friends from Weldworks Brewing, we meant to get this in in last week's show. We didn't have a chance to get it in, but um, they are making company history. They are offering Old Rip Media Noche, the newest beer from the brewery's acclaimed Media Noche barrel aged stout program, to select markets within the brewery's distribution footprint. Now, normally, these releases are, are taproom only, and it was released. Just last Friday, February 24th, at the Weldworks Tap Room. But the Barrel Age Stout is soon going to make its way to participating retailers in Colorado, as well as select markets outside of Colorado. They include... 
Connecticut, Iowa, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin by early March. No New Jersey, that's sad, but in those other areas, by early March, you will be able to purchase a bottle of Old Rip Media Noche, which is really cool. So um, this is a big deal, and this is part of Weldworks' uh, push to get more of their other beers out into the marketplace. So this is the start, which is really cool. So if you live in the tri-state area, New York, Pennsylvania, Colorado, uh, Connecticut, this is pretty cool. You're going to be able to get one of these great beers, uh, barrel-aged, um, you know, uh, for sale in other states outside of Colorado and outside of the tap room, which is pretty cool. Uh, whale watching, as we've been mentioning, uh, mentioning Finback Brewery, uh, the second uh, the second whale watching festival. It'll take place in Rhode Island, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. That is uh, along the beautiful Blackstone River. Saturday, May twentieth uh, of this year. Uh, is more than sixty breweries, uh, some from out of the country as well. Uh, as uh, around the nation, your general admission ticket is $89. You get unlimited samples and a collectible whale-watching 2023 sample glass. The all-access ticket is $179 to get in at $1230. You get uh, an exclusive all-access area sampling rare beers from Finback and more. Two bottles of barrel-aged stout exclusive to whale-watching 2023. Uh, an official whale-watching 2023 uh, T-shirt, as well as a specialty all access glass. Uh, for more information, just go to eventbrite.com and search whale watching uh, for tickets there, which is really, really cool. Now, Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. We're trying to get John Henderson on the program to talk more about this. Saturday, June 3rd, Sunday, June 4th. Saturday, June 3rd, 2 to 6 p.m., Dropkick Murphys is the band that's going to be playing. Sa- Sunday, June 4th, noon to 4, 311 is playing. This is going to be an awesome event. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, acbeerfest.com is the website to get your tickets. 70 bucks plus taxes and fees. VIP is $149. Tax and fees, you get in a little bit earlier. You get to hang out and, and uh, drink some, some great beer, some rare stuff that maybe you might not um, get a chance to. And you get a toast with John Henderson, which is pretty cool. Hops Trot, uh, it's 110 bucks if you want to do the run and then get into the, uh, to the event. Group uh, sales, $62 a ticket plus tax and fees. For parties larger than 10, and then they have jitney packages, all kinds of great stuff. On April 1st, general admission goes up to 75 bucks. Hops truck goes up to 120 And then if you they're, they're available at the gate on June 3rd and 4th, you're going to be paying 85 bucks. Uh, but in a moment, I'm going to tell you where you can get tickets uh, for a much better price. Actually, I'm going to tell you now. Here's the deal. Go to Vagabond, April 5th. You show up, score your ticket for 65 bucks flat. That's Wednesday, April 5th. You get 20 bucks in savings with the discount, zero taxes and fees. Plus, your first craft pint is on the festival. You can keep it old school, grab your ticket, your pint, peace out, see you later. Or they're going to have an AC Beer Fest takeover with Dogfish Head to enjoy the whole evening. So get this. Uh, from 4 to 9 p.m., they're going to be drinking and dining at Vagabond Kitchen and Tap House in AC. For 99 bucks, your advanced ticket includes an AC Beer Fest ticket, either session, beer tasting flight, past hors d'oeuvres. Very cool. 45 bucks gets you the beer tasting flight past hors d'oeuvres. You get a dog a dogfish head flight. You get hors d'oeuvres, all kinds of great stuff. Let me tell you something. This is an awesome event. If you just want to do the beer tasting flight, you've already got your tickets. That's 45 bucks. If you want to get the ticket plus the, the beer tasting flight and the past hors d'oeuvres, that's $99. This is a pretty awesome event. Just head over to the Atlantic City Beer Music Fest's uh, page. There's a link there. You can click on it. You can order tickets. That you can't get better. Fed plus beer plus a ticket to a great event. How can you turn it down? You can't. By the way, one other thing before we take a big uh, break. 
Big Brew, New Jersey, next Saturday, March 4th, over at the Morristown Armory, two sessions, noon to 4, 5.30 to 9.30. It's a benefit of the Morris Rugby uh, Corporation. Great food, great music, hatchet-throwing vendors, tons of stuff. BigBrewNJ.com, 21 and older with picture ID. I will be there. Not sure what session yet, but I will be there. It's going to be a great event. Allison always throws fantastic events. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news and notes from around the beer world. Come on. You know you want to come back. The Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Yeah, welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, and you're probably thinking to yourself, "Why am I playing a live version of the Greatest American Hero theme song, uh, originally written and sung by Joey Scarberry, but done by the great cover band Yacht Rock Review from their Live in Boston album?" Well, I'll explain why. Yacht Rock Review back out on the road again. They are actually supporting. Uh, a number of dates of Kenny Loggins, who is doing his This Is It tour, which is is going to be his final uh, live uh, set of concerts that he's uh, basically going to be taking a step back from touring. And they are opening for him, but they will be in the uh, tri-state area come July. Uh, they're going to be at the, the rooftop on Pier 17. Uh, I think it's July uh, the 7th, July 8th at the Stone Pony uh, Summer Stage down in Asbury Park. Uh, they will be there on July 8th, and I will be there attending the show for the third year in a row. These guys are awesome. Uh, the first time we saw them, it was the Men in Tight Jeans tour. <laughs> it was hysterical. I was blown away at how talented they were and are. Um, the crowd, everything. It's just a fun night. It's it's all these soft rock songs. And actually, the tour is being sponsored by Sirius XM, if I'm not mistaken, because they have a Yacht Rock channel that's immensely popular. And... Um, you know, it's the Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald, uh, stuff like The Greatest American Hero, um, Steely Dan, uh, Christopher Cross, uh, Kenny Loggins, all that type of stuff. It's great. It is so much fun. It's just a fun night out just to have a good time. Um, it poured on us last year for about 15, 20 minutes. It was just it was a lot of fun. Uh, tickets are on sale now. You can certainly get them uh, through Ticketmaster. It is definitely worth um, the night. Let me put it to you that way. Uh, coming up in 10 minutes, Leanne Han, the wonderful face GM, etc., of Flight Co. Brewing out of Colorado is going to join me. Uh, they have a four-year anniversary party taking place next weekend. Uh, a bunch of new releases uh, that will be coming out as well. And what the future holds for this brewery. It's a very airplane-centric uh, type of brewery. Um, and we will talk to Leanne about that and a lot more coming up uh, in about 10 minutes from now. A couple of things to get to here. So our good friends at Wet Ticket Brewing, Tim and Al, uh, who do a great job over in Broadway, New Jersey. Um, they are starting an initiative that I would really like to see every New Jersey brewery do. I know there's a number of breweries in South Jersey that do it, 
But Wet Ticket, I think, is the first North Jersey brewery. I, I don't want to hear this North, Central, South. Yes, there is a Central Jersey, but we're not going to get into that here. Um, Wet Ticket Brewing uh, is the first, I believe, North Jersey brewery that's doing this. So um, starting uh, uh, starting last Wednesday, um, Wet Ticket will be paying you $0.10 cents for each black, green, and red plastic four-pack holder that you bring in. It's only good for four-pack holders. It's not good for six-pack holders. And again, black, green, and red. Uh, a maximum of 50 of them per visit per day, uh, which would be up to $5 that you would get. Now, it will be a, it will be the money will be applied to in-person draft sales of at least $10, any size pour in flights. You buy two flights, boom, you get you get money off. You buy uh, you know two draft beers, boom, you're getting uh, money taken off. Um, they reserve the right to stop the offer at any time. This is awesome. This is a way for Wet Ticket to reuse these four-pack holders on their next set of beers. These holders are very difficult to um, recycle. And we've had uh, Rob Vandable on the show uh, from Echo Friendly Beer Maker, um, a beer drinker. Why do I say beer maker? I do that every time. Echo Friendly Beer Drinker. And, um, you know, these are difficult things to recycle because the recycling plants are not equipped to handle this type of plastic. So it's great. So what, what they do is they take these things, Tim steams them at like 180 degrees, it sanitizes them, and then they can reuse them. And over and over again. This is awesome. So Wet Ticket Brewing is doing this again. You get $0.10 cents for each black, green, and red plastic four-pack holder that you bring in, and you will get money off of um, beer that you purchase at Wet Ticket Brewing, which is really, really cool. Now, again, it, it applies to pours and flights. It doesn't apply to takeout cans, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Departed Souls in the Cloverleaf Tavern next Saturday, March 4th, are doing a thing uh, with um, a, ra- a Rabble Rise, which was formerly Montclair Bread Company. They've collaborated to brew a one-of-a-kind white stout brewed with 100 brioche donuts and conditioned on coffee and cocoa nibs. The Cloverleaf Tavern, you want to give them a call at 973-226-9812 to reserve your seat and view a complete menu. They're going to do a, a beer and donut pairing uh, next Saturday, March 4th. They're open at 10 a.m., uh, it's paired with your choice of chocolate icing donut or breakfast sandwich brioche donut. The breakfast sandwich is a Taylor ham, egg, and cheese on a maple bacon glazed donut. They'll also have a chorizo breakfast taco for those who want a lighter option and eggs and bacon for the kids. That's really cool. That's at the Cloverleaf Tavern uh, next Saturday, March 4th. Now, we also, I want to give you the details on this. Um, thanks to Laura Badish at the Badish Group, who works with the French Cheese Board over on Spring Street in Manhattan. Sometime next month, uh, and I'll have the exact dates for next week's program. They're going to be pairing three cheeses at the French Cheese Board with three different styles of beer. Yours truly is going to be hosting it. Uh, so we will take you through uh, cheeses and beer and how they pair up and why. I can't mention the brewery yet. We don't have it locked in, uh, but we should have it all done by next week's program. It's going to be a lot of fun. Excuse me, I, I hit the microphone there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, beer and cheese. Uh, I think what some people don't know is that Beer pairs better with food than wine does, interestingly enough. So you definitely want to uh, get in on this. As soon as I have the details, I'll post it on social media, post it on the Facebook page, on the Twitter, um, and then we will give you the full details on next week's program. Now, Muckraker Beer Maker, <clears throat> excuse me, which is located in northwest New Jersey uh, in Franklin. Uh, Franklin Township, I believe? I think so. I think it's Franklin. Anyway, I, Tom, if I got it wrong, I'm sorry. Um, they have launched a collection of shirts that let everybody tell Governor Phil Murphy and the state government exactly how they feel about the onerous, regressive, and in some cases, unconstitutional rules 
restricting New Jersey breweries. If you go to muckrakerbeer.com backslash s backslash shop, all proceeds, proceeds, easy for me to say, which honestly are about less than $5 a shirt, is going to go to keep Muckraker afloat in a state where government agencies, leadership, and the legislature are actively working against the industry. Um, Murphy was on News 12. I had posed a question on the Ask the Governor segment about, you know, getting rid of these rules by executive order, and his answer was, I can't. Um, In reality, according to Tom, the owner of Muckraker Beer Maker, he can. Uh, And his reason? Mainly because most of the rules were crafted not by the legislature, but by Murphy's own political appointee who runs the state ABC, and he runs it at Murphy's pleasure. So they're Murphy's laws. They're not somebody else's laws. They're not the legislative laws. With the stroke of a pen, he could order the ruling state until the COVID state of emergency is lifted, which, by the way, in some aspects is still going on. So um, this is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. Uh, Definitely check out uh, Tom's page on uh, Muckraker Beer Maker, and he puts the point much more eloquently than I do. We're going to get Tom on the program to talk about that as well as Muckraker Beer Maker. Uh, in the near future. But, Tom, I, I ordered three shirts already, so I can't wait for them to come. Um, uh, it, it It's awesome. Great idea. I wish I had thought of it first uh, and sort of marketed it, but whatever. You got to it, and that's awesome, and I hope you make some money off of it, and I'm happy to contribute uh, to that cause. Now, Flightco, as we talked about, we're going to have Leanne Han on coming up in, uh, in just a few minutes. Um, they are having a big uh, anniversary celebration next week. Uh, March 2nd to the 5th. It's a four-day anniversary party. Uh, they include four beer releases plus debauchery. Uh, 4499 West 38th Avenue, uh, number 101 in Denver, Colorado. Um, the beer releases include a guava milkshake sour in collaboration with Sunroom Brewing, potato lager made in collaboration with Launchpad Brewery, a Marzen and a Rye IPA. They're going to have karaoke on Friday, a DJ Saturday, a hangover brunch on Sunday, a four-course brunch and beer pairing. That takes place on Sunday. It's going to be an awesome event. Again, Flight Co. Brewing, uh, 4499 West 38th Street, one, number 101 in Denver, Colorado, a four-year anniversary celebration. We'll get into it more with Leanne Hahn coming up in just a couple of minutes. 311 announcing uh, a partnership with El Segundo Brewing. Uh, they have uh, released a beer called Come Original India Pale Ale. Uh, this is uh, brewed with Simcoe Mosaic and uh, Chino Cops for a subtly sweet and brilliantly clear finished product. Notes of tropical flavors and a lingering bitterness. This is pretty awesome. I don't know if El Segundo is in New Jersey. If it is, uh, and you are listening, John Henderson, I think you need to get this beer at the event since 311 is going to be playing on the Sunday uh, down at the Atlantic City Beer Fest. Eh, just beer music fest, just saying. And finally, Colorado Brewers Guild has announced a record-breaking number of participating craft breweries for Colorado Pint Day taking place on April 12th. A dollar of each pint glass sold will be donated to the Colorado Brewers Guild and its mission to promote, protect, and propel independent craft breweries in the state of craft beer. The full list of breweries can be found on uh, CBG's website, which is coloradobeer.org. A couple of the breweries that will be in um, that will be having these pint glasses in, uh, Oscar Blues, Mythmaker, Outworld, Public Offering, uh, South Park, Soulcraft, Sunroom, uh, Wincoop uh, Brewing Company, uh, Boulder Social, Colorado Mountain Brewery, among others. Again, coloradobeer.org is the website for more information. The featured design this year was created by Anna Long of Norio Design, celebrating the great Colorado road trip with a hand-drawn design that showcases all aspects of the Centennial State, which is really 
really cool. Now, when we come back after a short break, Leanne Hahn, the wonderful face, GM, etc. of Flight Co. Brewing out of Colorado is going to join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Started out down a dirty road. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, a little Tom Petty and learning to fly. Although they they quote this as being Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers on this song, and I do miss Tom Petty. Never got a chance to see him in concert. Uh, but uh, the Heartbreakers did not play with Tom Petty on this album. This was the one album that Tom Petty did back in uh, ninety or ninety one, where. He didn't have the heartbreakers with him. So there you go. Learning to Fly obviously meets with the theme of our next guest in their brewery. as She is the GM of a brewery in Denver, Colorado. They're having their fourth anniversary party next weekend. They're throwing some party for it, let me tell you. It starts Thursday, March 2nd, to be exact. For more info on it, you can just go to flightcobeer.com. That's F-L-Y-T-E-C-O-B-E-R.com. Let me welcome to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Leanne Hahn. Leanne, how are you? I'm great, Al. Thank you. Uh, four years, quite the accomplishment as a brewery, especially that two of those years, almost three, taking place in the midst of a pandemic. What is the feeling like as you approach four years in business? Thankfulness. Um, we're throwing this party to say thank you to all of our loyal customers um, that supported us and kept us going. Mm-hmm. And and the thrust of the brewery is centered around aviation, hence the name Flyco. Was that always the plan for the brewery? Um, yes, it was. So apparently um, there were three owners and um, two met in college. Mm-hmm. Um, they're engineers. Um, both of them are pilots. Okay. Um, met, met the third owner and his uncle and grandfather were pilots. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And when they got their architect, he is also a pilot. Oh. So. <laughs> it just made sense then. It does. We have a replica of a 747 fuselage in the middle of our tasting room. See, that's pretty cool. See, I like yeah. I like stuff like that when it comes to breweries. When you see these little pieces and and how they all come together and how breweries because I mean, let's be fair. A lot of breweries are very it's very homogenous. It's kind of the same thing. You have the tap room, you have you have the area where they brew the beer and the tanks and everything. And so when you can incorporate these little things uh, within your brewery, I think that's uh, I think that's a lot of fun. We're talking with Leanne Hahn. She's the GM of Flight Co. Brewing. It's based in Denver, Colorado. The fourth anniversary party it kicks off Thursday, March 2nd. For more info on the party, just go to flightcobeer.com. We're going to talk more about that in a moment as we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. But, Leon, i got to ask you, how did you get involved with the brewery? You're originally from the East Coast, Long Island, if I'm not mistaken. How did you get involved? How did you make the move to Colorado and get involved? Okay, so um, my husband and I... Um, very much craft beer enthusiasts. Um, I had my first IPA, I'm pretty sure, before a lot of you were born in 1980. Um, I was born in 1980. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I wasn't Uh, legal drinking age yet. (laughs) Yeah, but um, it evolved. Um, We started coming out to um, the Great American Beer Festival. Okay. 
Um, and I fell in love with Colorado. Okay. Um, it was our plan to retire here. Um, my husband wasn't ready in 2014 when I begged, please don't take me home. Please don't take me home. Right. Um, unfortunately, he was uh, killed in a bicycle accident. Oh, I'm so sorry. And thank you. Um, and I made the decision um, to come out here and start over. Um, I was going to take our dream. And I am a pediatric nurse, mm-hmm. retired pediatric nurse, um, was not happy in the nursing field here. And I said, okay, if I'm going to move across the country and start a new life, I'm really going to start a new life. And um, interviewed in quite a few breweries and the boys at Flight Co took a chance and hired me. Um, I was one of their very first employees, um, hired as a bartender, mm-hmm. <clears throat> worked up to lead bartender, tap room manager, and I am now their um, general manager. That is, a, that's a, that is an amazing story, and, and kudos to you. you know, and, and again, I'm sorry for the death of your husband, but the, the fact that you made the decision to say, look, this is what I've always wanted to do. I'm going to continue to pursue that dream. And then realizing that your primary profession was just not for you anymore and you wanted to do something to make you happy, to, to, to continue, or I shouldn't say make you happy, but continue, to, to continue that journey and continue that happiness and to go ahead and do it, it's very difficult for a lot of people to change. You only want to change when you really want to. Most people are so resistant to change. The fact that you... You know, you went out there, you know, on your own, no sort of, you know, safety net or anything and just said, I'm going to go for it. That speaks volumes. That's a, that, that is an amazing amount of strength to, to, to be able to do that. And, and kudos to you. I mean, and, and thank you. I mean, uh, you know, without that, we wouldn't be talking today. I mean, this is just uh, that's a, that's a remarkable story. That's great. Thank you. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I'm so next weekend, the big party. Uh, I mean, it's four days long. You've got uh, four beers that are being released. All of them are, uh, are collabs. Um, what are the styles of the beers two that are, are going to be released? Okay, yeah, two are collabs. Um, okay. One is a uh, guava milkshake sour, mm-hmm. okay. um, which is a collab with um, a brand new brewery called Sunroom Brewing. Okay. Um, that's based on a Brazilian breakfast or snack Um Flavors of bread, cream cheese, and guava. Nice. Like it. So that should be very, in- oh, very yeah. interesting. <laughs> My stomach is like, hmm, lactose. <laughs> I don't that, know. That's all right. Small um, sips. Small sips. Little sips. Exactly. <laughs> um, our second collab is done with our friends at Launchpad Brewing Company. Okay. Um, they do a space theme, uh, rockets, right. things like that. Um and it's a uh, potato beer. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't at that collab, but I saw pictures of the mash, and I'm like, oh, my God, what is that, worms? <laughs> and they're like, no, it's dehydrated potatoes. Wow. Um, and wow. they're calling the beer Spudnik. Spudnik. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Okay. And now the other two beers uh, that Flyco uh, themselves produce, what are those? Um, it's our Marzen Copter, which is a Marzen. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done this beer before and won a bronze and a silver at the Brewski Awards. Okay. Um, usually you brew it in March. We're going to serve it in March. Nice. Um, <laughs> and nice. then we have our late arrival, mm-hmm. which is a rye IPA. 
Oh, very good. Um, yep. This was our, this recipe came from our assistant brewer. And um, the first time he sent it out to the Brewski Awards, it won a gold. Oh, wow. So, very impressive. Quite tasty, yes. Uh, you know, a lot so of. We're I, looking forward to getting that back. I, I noticed that a lot of people don't really do rye flavored beers anymore, rye lagers, rye IPAs. And I'm wondering, because of the pandemic, so many older styles came back. You know, lagers and pilsners sort of had a a resurgence because people had more time uh, to brew beer. So it's interesting. I like seeing that, uh, you know, these different rye beers uh, that are coming out now. So that's uh, that's a lot of fun. Talking with Leanne Hahn, she's the GM of Flight Co. Brewing. They're based in Colorado. Fourth anniversary party kicks off Thursday, March 2nd. Flightcobeer.com is uh, the website for more information as we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. In addition to the to the uh, the, the different uh, beers that are going to be coming out, etc., you also have a brunch planned for next Sunday. How can people get involved with that? Will it be reservation-based? It is. Um, it's very limited. Um, it is being curated by the Buffalo Theory and prepared by... Uh, via Alba. Okay. Um, it is a four course paired with four beers. Mm-hmm. Tickets are available on um, the Flyco Brewing website. Okay. Um, it's found under the fourth anniversary um, flyer tab. there. Uh, there's like a tab yep. or whatever. Okay, great. Exactly. That, excellent. I love it. Now, last question for me, Leanne. This is the tough one. This is the, the, the one tough question I have. Uh, when okay. you're uh, you're getting off shift, you're gonna have a beer. What's the beer that you drink the most from Flyco? Not your oh, favorite, the one that you drink the most. That's a really really hard question. Um, okay, so lately my guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. and don't judge me on this, Never. is um, we produce um, so different flavored seltzers. Sure, um, they're brewed with uh, champagne yeast. Um, so the one we have on tap right now is a grapefruit flavor. Okay. And I add pineapple juice and cranberry juice and make myself mimosas. Oh, that sounds really good. That actually sounds good. I don't think, I don't know of anybody who's doing a seltzer that's using champagne yeast in the seltzer. That's, that's fantastic. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's a nice, nice dry finish. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Perfect. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I know people give... Give a short shrift to, to seltzers and say, well, it's not a beer, it's not this, it's not that. Listen, if you enjoy a seltzer, that's okay. And it's, if it's a guilty pleasure, even better. My guest has been Leanne Hahn. She's the general manager of Flight Co. Brewing. They're based in Colorado. The fourth anniversary party is kicking off Thursday, March 2nd. For more info, just call, go to uh, flightcobeer.com. Leanne, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Best of luck with the brewery and the anniversary party next weekend. Thank you so much. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
Oh, yeah. Come on. Does that bring you back? If you're a heavy metal, if, if you're a, a man or a woman who's into heavy metal, that if that doesn't bring you back, I don't know what will. Man of War, uh, Man of War from Battle Hymns from back in 1982. I was 12 years old uh, when that album came out. As we come up on the final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, which of course is always as suds and duds, but boy, Man of War, does it bring me back? First show I ever saw at Lemoore's was Man of War. Um, Absolutely blown away by those guys on stage. I mean, just the speed, the ferocity, the pelts. They were, you know, it, to, if you had ever been to Lemoore's in Brooklyn um, in the 80s, uh, it just was, here was a place where they just jammed people in. It was wall to wall. I mean, you were shoulder to shoulder with people. Then all of a sudden, this speed metal would play. A mosh pit would open up. People throwing themselves at one another. It was, for us as kids... It was our way to get our aggressions out, to just let loose and have fun. You know, in the 50s, you had doo-wop, you had, you know, the, you know, the soda shops and stuff. Um, 70s was, was sort of disco. Um, we as kids in the 80s, we didn't really have anything. And this was a way to just let loose, to, to have fun. All kids have to do that at any age, you know. And um, for us, it was just a lot of fun. It was just a lot of fun. Um, and, and saw some great bands at Lemoore's. Man of War happened to be the first uh, that I saw there, and I was just I was blown away. Uh, unfortunately, you can't get any of their albums here in America. I guess the, the record label they were on, as I, I recall the backstory, the record label that they were on went out of business or whatever, or it just it lapsed and they haven't been able to reissue anything. They only play in Europe now. They've not been to America in a very long time. I know, you know, Ross the Boss was, was kicked out of the band back in the, in the late 80s, and Whatever, there's a whole bunch of different things uh, going on there. I would love to see them again, but they only play Europe. They don't ever play uh, in the United States. It'd be great if they ever came back here to the U.S. and played. It'd be pretty cool. Anyway, let's dive into Suds and Duds. Lots of beers to get to here, and we don't have uh, a lot of time uh, on the program. Ferragosto, this is by Logsdon Farmhouse Ales. This was a wonderful Italian-style Pilsner. Light, crispy, delicious. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Colleen gave this to me um, from uh, Kim and Colleen. Crack one at the summit if you want to follow them on Instagram. They post some great pictures of great beers that they drink. Uh, a lot of it is hiking based, but sometimes they just you know they get together with a bunch of people and they uh, they put some beers up there and they uh, you know they do what they have to do. But uh, anyway, uh, Ferragosto, a great uh, Italian style pilsner. Really enjoyed it. A, a very a very good. Um, and I think these guys, I want to say they're out in the Pacific Northwest. I'm not sure exactly. Or is that Michigan? I, I really don't know. I have to check that uh, on them. This is the first time I've had anything from them. Uh, Winged uh, Hussers from Source Brewing. Um, this was my 3,000th check-in with Untapped. 3,000 different beers that I've had over the last, I don't know, uh, almost 10 years. Uh, seven years, eight years, something like that on uh, on Untapped. Um Great lager, a little funky, sweet, very, very, very drinkable. Delicious beer. Um, I haven't bought the last couple of source uh, offerings. I've tried to stay. I've been trying to stay away from IPAs for a little bit, um, and nothing has really floated my boat that I want to. I want to purchase and whatever, but I have to get back down to source. It's been far too long since I've been to source, and you guys know I talk a lot about source brewing right off of Route 34 in beautiful Colts Neck, New Jersey. It is a great place uh, to drink beer. Um, it's just, it's been a while since I've been there, but a couple of beers that I've had sitting in the fridge that I haven't had a chance to check in, uh, Le Hiver, uh, Le Hiver, uh, Cezanne, 
Um, nice set of spices on this. It warms up as you sip it. Uh, there's a little sweet honey on the back end. A really good beer. Uh, very much enjoyed um, this Saison. And I have to tell you, their um, Saisons really are good. Peter Kulos, who writes uh, Jersey, uh, 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 Jersey Beer Bites, um, you know, he and I are always talking about their Saisons and how good they are. And they are uh, very good um, Saisons. They have that that earthiness to it, the grassiness, you know, just what you want out of a Saison and that, and that little bit of that hint of spice that you want, that little bit of acidity um, sort of that, that sort of complements everything else and makes it uh, a really, really uh, delicious uh, beer. Uh, double dry hopped all citra everything by other half. Uh, I had this at Paragon Tapping Table. They get a lot of other half beers in. Uh, it's always a good way to kick off a Friday with another half. Um, ended up walking in there. It was kind of funny. I walked into Paragon and I was uh, getting food for takeout. My wife was still working and I decided to pick up some uh, takeout for us. And um, I walk in and I run into my son's uh, former counselor from uh, middle school. Uh, a couple of other people, uh, Mike and his wife, uh, Lisa, were sitting in there eating. And I sort of felt like Norm, uh, you know, shaking hands with people and saying hello to everybody. That's the kind of feel when I walk into Paragon because I do know so many people that go there. It is kind of, you know, even my wife says to me, geez, can we just sit and eat and not have to talk to anybody? I, I get it. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes, listen, I'm, I'm in some way, I know I don't, I don't, I don't, say this often. I, it, listen, if you come up to me and say hello, I will have a conversation with you. Uh, I'm not a big fan of a lot of people, uh, but I will have a conversation with you. Uh, you know, especially if you're a listener to the program and you listen to this show, I certainly will take time to, t- to chat with you and, and to have a beer with you. I mean, that's a, that's a whole part of this show. That's what it's about. Um, hadn't had uh, the Goza by Westbrook in quite some time. And they had it on tap at Paragon. What a great beer. I, I'd forgotten about this one. Very, you know, subtle. Definitely a beer I would introduce to people uh, if they're looking to get into sours. That's a great way to uh, to get into sours. Now, I, I will tell you this. Uh, Carton Spring Showers, Springs Shower, uh, fantastic beer. I could drink it all day, every day. Um, they released it early because we've had such mild weather uh, in the Northeast, especially in the New York, New Jersey area, uh, that why not? Uh, this is This would definitely be a beer for spring. Uh, but why not put it out now in February? It's delicious. It's a fantastic beer. I love a good Kolsch. You know, it, it, and and Carton certainly makes some great classic beers. Warm Embrace by Source. Um, I bought this back in December, I think this came out. It's a great porter. Um, it is just as good as last year's version. It's a delicious porter. I find the, um, and I've mentioned this before, porters are sort of weird. They have that stout-like quality. But you just you want a little bit of roastiness with it, but you don't want it to be too far over the top, and you don't want it to delve into that realm of chocolate and and you know other things that would affect the beer. You want it to sort of be light, almost like a mild, but yet a little bit stronger. I don't know. Does that make sense? Maybe it does. I don't know. Anyway, fantastic beer. I love it. Kathy's Jams, a watermelon uh, patch. Uh, this is by Full Tilt Brewing out of Delaware. Well done, watermelon sour. Got that gummy sour pucker that you want. Um, quite good. Kept going back to it again and again. Colleen, thanks for this. This was a, a really, really good beer. It had taken me a while to crack it, but delicious. And then um, I believe it was Colleen or maybe Kim. I'm going to just thank both of them because they're great gals. Uh, they they pour at Wet Ticket um, every so often. Definitely go down and check them out. Um, Colleen has sort of uh, reddish uh, dyed hair, um, well, you know, sometimes purple, sometimes red. 
Kim has blonde, long blonde hair. Um, you'll, you'll know exactly who they are when you walk in. Go see them. Say hello. Tell them I sent you. Have a beer at Wet Ticket. It's, uh, it's a great place to have a beer in Rahway. And if you see me in there, say hello. Uh, Nutter Your Business by Grand Armory Brewing. A lot of peanut butter flavor. There is an artificial aftertaste to this, but I did enjoy it uh, again and again. Kept going back to it. Um, Love the smell right out of the can. Very, very good. My next one, uh, Backwoods Brewing, that they had given me, the pecan pie porter. Uh, very weak. Not a lot of pecan flavor at all. I did not enjoy this one. Uh, I gave it that three-sip rule. Took three really good sips of it. Um, just didn't really get anything out of it. And if you're going to call yourself a pecan pie porter, well, you better have a lot of pecan in it. Or you better have that presence of pecan. I didn't really get it there. Now, Mexican Cocoa Death by Iron Horse Brewery. This was very tasty. Just a very, 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 very slight heat on this. Chocolate, vanilla, cinnamon, and the allspice was all in there. But the the peppers that they put in, very, very slight on the heat. If you don't like a lot of heat in your beer, this is the beer to have. Because it's not going to blow you away. Uh, in terms of heat. It sort of reminds me of the Sincho Pep from Wet Ticket, but Sincho Pep has that burst of heat and then backs off. This is very, very subtle, uh, the Mexican um, Cocoa Death. There is really, really very little heat uh, to this beer. And then finally, Battle River Brewing's uh, Brewery Strong Beer, uh, which was uh, made a collaboration between Brewery Strong and Battle River Brewing. A delicious rye lager. A little kick to it, which makes it taste better. Um, you know, as I've, I've told you all along, support Brewery Strong, brewerystrong.org. Uh, we're in the process of doing some reconfiguring of the group, uh, but we're going to be doing some more events this year and um, looking forward to helping out the folks at Brewery Strong to raise money and awareness um, within the brewery world in New Jersey and also the hospitality industry in New Jersey. It's very important to all of us. But this rye lager is great. If you see it at Battle River, buy it. Know that a portion of the proceeds of that beer is going to help uh, Brewery Strong, which is pretty awesome. Uh, that's it for the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast this week. Uh, we have run out of time. My thanks to everybody involved with the show. Next week's program, we're going to have Sam Adams founder, uh, Samuel Adams founder Jim Cook on the program, so that's going to be a lot of fun. My thanks to Leanne Hahn, the GM, the face of Flight Co. Brewery out of Colorado. Uh, and as always, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson I must always thank. Uh, back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.